Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello everybody and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Uh, right, today's big start, the podcast. So, I spent all last week, that's gone a bit wonky, um, I spent all last week uploading, dissecting and uploading all the old Sunday Q&As into the form of podcasts. So now, if you're on um, Amazon Music or if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Music, if you're on the Google Podcasts, and if you're on Audible, you can type in Pete the Courier Driver's Sunday Q&A, and there's like 137 podcasts, and basically they cover every Sunday Q&A. Hang on, Sam, we've got my bins on. Ha-ha, better. I can now see what I'm doing. Yeah, they cover every Sunday Q&A that I've done since I started. So, if... Um, if you want to listen back, or there's bits you've missed, or you want to go to a specific subject, because a lot of them, other than the first few, they're actually titled with what is the main subject on the podcast. You can go to it, you can listen to it while you're driving, you know, you can... Um, yeah, it's there if you need it type thing. Also, for future reference, the Sunday Q&A podcast will probably go up before Sunday. Because the way I do it, like the one I'm doing at the moment, I'm... Um, I'm doing this on Friday afternoon because you have to upload it and you have to add the bits to it and all this kind of stuff. And it takes a little while to get it up on the system. If I did it on the Sunday, obviously I'm, the Sunday Q&A goes out at 6.30 on a Sunday morning. I'm not going to get up at like, you know, half three and start recording it. That doesn't make sense. But because the way it's going to work, it will probably get uploaded to YouTube and get uploaded to the podcast. But, but whereas YouTube is timed, the podcast isn't. So if you want to catch the Sunday Q&A early and you've got your Spotify, Audible, um, Apple Music, all that kind of stuff, um, Amazon, please feel free. You know, it's there if you want it. It's not if you're not. It has the main advantage of the fact you don't actually have to look at me and let's face it. Ah! Um, but there you go. It's there if you want it. So on the subject of the podcast, a few of you, uh, Urban Trucker says, hi, Pete. He said the podcast is a fantastic idea. Maybe do an hour long episode going into deeper subjects, have different people from the transport industry to interview, um, you know, from car drivers, Amazon Flex, people who operate trucks. It's a great idea. It's a snag with trying to get everything done in time, but I would it's something I certainly want to move forward to either doing kind of like a live podcast where people can fire questions at me live not that I know what I'm talking about but I'll do my best shot like you know or I can do interviews like I did with Ben at HBC and then we can upload that in the form of a longer podcast but it will evolve I'm getting there I've got it up there now I've got it running I've got past the first few hurdles let's see where it goes um Ian Merrick he says I think podcasts are cool listen to three or four hours of podcasts a day uh Lodestar is an interesting supply chain one okay Check that out, guys, if you like. Uh, Lodestar. Not sure myself. Um, I don't know, but I, I just get the time. I like my music. I like my six music, and I like my, my Radio 2 Popmaster. And then occasionally I've got a little bit of Audible, but on the whole, I'm a music kind of guy. Um, Monty Ludwig says, Seeing your podcast on Spotify, will be listening while driving. Great idea. Photo could be better. Uh, yeah, you're right. The photo is, it's got a new one now, which kind of looks like this now. 
with me in this hat, the blue version of this hat, like this hat, got from um, Eminem Direct. Eminem Direct's wonderful. It's a website. Not it's one of these online things, but they do all the kind of branded gear, but they do it for it's all like knockout, you know, end of line clearance, and you get some great stuff on there. Um, but I'm going to try maybe over the weekend, with the help of Nick at London Creative, who's my man, to try and create a thumbnail. For I just, he's told me about it before, but I, I, what I do is when I get to the place where I need it, then I, I, I learn how to do it. So I might be trying to work on thumbnails over the weekend. So that, you know, I've got a bit of time. I'm ahead of the game at the moment. I'm, fingers crossed at the moment. I've got loaded. I've got Friday afternoon early. I still want to get two jobs in the morning, and I'm loaded, ready to go for Monday. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a jump on a weekend. So we'll see. Watch this space as always. So this week's videos uh, did one on live bidding. Now I'll start this one. The, the main reason I did it was I think it's for people out there that go well look. How many jobs are actually on the exchange at any one time? Um, the main reason I wanted to do it was to go, this is what it's like when you look at it, and this is how I would do it, and this is how I would bid. And I did say in the video, and I think it's lucky I did, because I think, you know, I'm a bit out of touch here. Um, this is kind of, I haven't, rived, I haven't run vans for about, I haven't run a van myself personally for about two years. I've been in lorries, and my prices might be a little bit out of date. So this is what you guys have fed back. I think it might be windy, so I'm going to get that there. Um, so this is what you guys have fed back. Um, no name. It says, the Leicester to Cambridge... Oh, right, this is something different. He said, on the Leicester to Cambridge job, which came up on the video, it was kind of pick up at one o'clock, drop off at five o'clock. Would you try and squeeze a small local job in between? Um... You, if you did, would you need to notify the other job you were co-loading? Um, if you were trying to squeeze a little job in, providing that you'd picked up the Cambridge job and you were going to be there at that time, you wouldn't necessarily have to tell the Cambridge job, but you would have to tell the other customer um, because you would have goods on board and you'd have to say that I'm going to pick your job up and drop it off straight away. Um, but I've got to let you know that I have got another job on board. Having said that, no. And I think Godzilla said, no, you've got five hours on that job. Pick up at one o'clock, drop off at five o'clock. Your average job in a van is going to take you, even in a small van, two and a half hours, three, three hours. And you can guarantee if you try and squeeze a job in in between, you're going to turn up and it's going to be, it's not ready, mate, or we can't find it. Or, you know, you can't find the place and you're going, I can't find it, I can't find it dedicated is the way forward we've booked as dedicated we've booked like taxi drivers and that way if you can't find the place or you're stuck in traffic or something goes wrong you can ring the shipper and go something's gone wrong if something goes wrong because you're on another job and you've got to ring the shipper and say i'm ever so sorry i took a job in the meantime and it's gone to he's not going to be very happy so no i would not do that so um original aqua says always loved the videos and they were vital to be staying up the cx however i'm not sure about your pricing um he says, and I'll put a few viewers would disagree with the, the, the per mile rate. Um, certainly the ones that you said are crazy. Um, Michael K says, I'll have to agree with this comment. I absolutely like the videos as well. Few issues with the prices again. He says, I remember watching from the beginning when you said small van on average is 65p. Years later, still 65p. Um, did you notice how fuel's gone up an awful lot? Um, short wheelbase and medium wheelbase now getting... 90p to a pound a mile. So what seems to have happened, um, oh, well, Mark Powell says, yes, way off on small prices. Um, I would rather stay at home than do those prices, Pete. Fuel is too expensive now. Add all the other overheads. There is no incentive. You need to be charging more. So it strikes me, and I'm talking to my mate Franz about this, 
that the lower end has gone up. And this does make perfect sense. As I've said all the way along, what is the point of running in a small van if um, you can get you can get three times the money for doing the same miles? It strikes me a lot of small van jobs have gone up. So whereas I would say small van used to be 60, 65 per mile, it strikes me that quite a few of you out there are charging 80, 90, even a pound a mile on the small van, which does make some sense because fuel is more expensive and there's only so many hours in a day. As I said at the beginning also, this is not a prescriptive video. This is not me saying, it's not an educational video. This is just how much, how much I would, start with how much I would quote on jobs when I was running a van and what I was kind of thought other vans were getting from, but I don't know. I mean, it strikes me that this is quite reasonable that small vans are now getting a lot more money and maybe they should. At the end of the day, you guys quote what you want to quote. You can quote them £10 a mile. You can quote them £100 a mile. I don't mind. You quote what you want. You can guarantee the more you quote, the less jobs you'll win. Um, but there's no hard or fast rules with the six. There's nothing set. So if you want decent money, and particularly if, it's, if they're, you've seen that job on there for a little while and you know they're trying to get it off and you know it's in a difficult um, area and you know you're the only van in the area, then take the money. If you can get the money, take the money. I'm not telling anybody what to quote. I'm just giving, I was, more of the video I wanted to do was more an idea of what jobs are out there and kind of how I would do it. Scrolling through, looking at the job, trying to sum it up. And you, I could make that video three hours long and trying to weigh up the pros and cons of what's going on. But I just wanted to try to give you a bite-sized impression of what it's like when I'm looking on my phone, looking for jobs. Um, Big Jim. It says, are there many jobs for cars? Also, what would you be charging for a car? And is it worth joining six if you just have a car? I would say no, Jim. If you've got a car, most jobs tend to be for small van. And although the small van is normally just like an envelope, they kind of want a small van. They kind of want the van. They want the insurance. If you've got a car, there's the Amazon Flex out there. That kind of works with a car, but that's kind of painful and you don't get an awful lot of dough for it. Better to maybe think about, if you can, swapping the car for a small van and going to work that way. Because it strikes me that small vans aren't getting decent money. As my mate Fran said, he said, I'm now getting the same kind of money for a long wheelbase as I am for small van jobs. He said, the only advantage I can now see running in a long wheelbase is the fact that I've got more choice of jobs. I can do small van, medium and long wheelbase jobs. So if I'm in an area and a job comes up and it's a medium wheelbase, if I was in a small van, I couldn't take it. But yeah, it does strike me that the small van jobs have gone up in price. Please feed some stuff back to me. I'll pass it all on. Like I say, I'm not here to tell you how it works because I don't know. I'm just kind of the mouthpiece, the big mouthpiece with a big nose and the big ears to like, so that other people can glean the information and do what they need to do. B. Carroll says, you quoted curtain side jobs cheap too. He said, I've seen curtain side jobs for itself for £2 per mile. Anyway, interesting to see how many seven and a half tonne jobs are out there. That again, he says, maybe you can get more on a curtain side. Although I've got to say, I've been quoting 250 a mile on a truck. I upped it to £3. I mean, I had £3. Not getting so many jobs. And so then again, where's the incentive to run in a lorry if you're only getting 250 a mile? If you can get £2 on Luton. And you've got to do the operators, and you've got to have the inspections, and you've got to have the transport manager, who's lovely, but you've still got to pay him. And you've got to pay for parking and all this kind of stuff, you know? And you can only run certain miles. So, it's, I mean, I may, I think Luton Cudgels may sell for £2 a month. Whether that's standard, I don't know. Um, 
you guys do you at the end of the day. I'm just trying to be honest about what I do and what I kind of think is out there, but I don't know. I'm not, oh, I know hard and fast rules in this. I've always said I wish there was a graph where I can say, if you're here at this place at this time, this load for this much money, it just don't work that way. And some people, my mate Tony, because when he was subcontracting onto me, which he shouldn't do, but he did, and I went, I don't understand how you're getting the jobs and then paying me the money to do the jobs and still earning. He said, I quote a lot more than you do. And I went, well, maybe I should be quoting more. He said, yeah, but I bet you win a lot more jobs than I do. So at the end of the day, you guys do you. Please let me know how you work, just so I can pass it on to other people, if you like. But again, it's not a prescriptive video. This is just kind of how I work and how I see it. But how I see it is purely my own perception. That's all it is. Um, Victoria Windsor says, I heard the haulage exchange was rubbish. They pay a pound a mile for a 44-tonne lorry. Um, people have said they only use it when returning home because it's better to pull something back than peanuts for nothing. Victoria, I've got to say no, that's not my experience. I'm driving around in a seven and a half tonne truck and I get on average 250 a mile. The 18 tonnes are getting on average, on average, three pounds a mile. Um, you can get more, you can get less. As Comrade Bismarck says, 85 pounds in a 44 tonner, I would charge over 550 pounds for this job. And you would be right to. But the one I was quoting was for a long wheelbase, and you've got a 44-ton lorry. 44-ton lorries tend to get more dough, and so they should. So the end of it on that one is I hope it, I, wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to confuse anybody, and I might be, by the sound of things I am, a little bit out of date when it comes down, certainly at small van prices or van prices in general. But you guys do you. It was more about showing you what jobs were there, how you click on them, checking out the mileage, looking at the little bits in between. Oh, that's got a dropping time. That's got a big window. That's got two drops. It was more about that. I hope it helped. I did. It took me long enough to do the damn thing because I had to edit it. It took me four goes to get it right. Still, we learn as we go. So there we go. Uh, money to gold. This was based on uh, Molly's boyfriend's um, comment that the fact that, you know, why do I do these videos? And you could tell people how to turn money into gold. They still wouldn't do it. Johnny Van Curious is he's very pleased. He likes videos and all that. He said, you planted a seed for me. And he got talking to Big Beardy, who's the other. He's got his video channel out there as well. He's very useful. Um, um, and between the two channels, he says... Um, he says, I've made a success of being a light haulage, taking care and taking money to both. He says, I'm grateful to you and the beardy. He says, um, I have never known it, would, it was there or how to go about it without the help from your channels. However, he said, I'm only a success because I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and spend 10 to 15 hours a day doing 500-ish miles in a small van. I had to constantly learn and refine what I'm doing in order to do well. And sometimes that works well this month, but might not, might not work well the next month. You can make people to, you can't make people tenacious or hardworking through your YouTube channel. And that is the foundation of what it takes to succeed on the CX. And with that, I would agree with you. Yeah. When I started, I was getting the Usens. I was getting up at like, um, R4 to get there for five to get them done by half 11 so that I could go and nick another one or I'd try and get one on the night before and if I could go up to Newcastle if I could go up to you've got to bang away at it it is not a magic wand no one will knock on your door and give you a thousand pounds you get out what you put in but if you are tenacious and if you do work hard and you do go for it there is money to be made and, you, and yes, you will have to work it out. And my, my channel is not so much, it's just a guide. It even starts just a guide. It's just the ramblings of a madman of my personal experience of the, the career exchange and kind of how it all works. Having said that, Ben Hazelhart says, Haze, 
Hazelart says, um, Pete, you through place again. Um, I've been out of work for nearly three years due to personal circumstances um, and then came into a bit of inheritance and started watching the videos. He said, I've got a loot and got the CX and without jinking it, after my first month, I seriously don't think I'll ever look back. So thanks for sharing and good luck. Like, you know, um, it's given him a new lease of life. And that is the reason I do these videos because I've had people come up to me and say, you have helped me, you've changed my life for the better. And that has got to be worth it. You can keep all the money. Actually, no, you can't get the money, I need it. But having said all of that, that is the best part. So, Ben, good luck. And I really hope it works for you. So, <coughs> uh, right, so we got, we got a section on the wise guys now. The people who know far better than me. And my plea to the people who know far better than me for the questions that I don't know how to answer. Uh, so, No Name says, that thing um, about chasing debts, MCOL is the online version of Small Claims Court. So presumably you can go on this thing, you can type MCOL and you can put a claim against people if they haven't paid you the money that they owe you. Uh, C11Yan says, be careful what you write when you're chasing CX invoice as the, ship, the shipper often CC tags the emails to the CX to report abuse. So if you start giving verbal abuse to the person who owes you money, they'll just tag you in so the CX can see video. Um, invoices and say um, emails of you abusing them and then the CX will probably come down against you so you know you chase the bills by all means but chase them be polite I always say be polite it doesn't hurt does it but chase them in a firm assertive but polite manner um, it says the email header final, commu final communication prior to legal action always gets a reaction from the shipper so I don't do that side of things. The office does that side of things. But if you're chasing around invoices, glean what you can out of this. Like I say, I'm not the man to come to really on this one. Um, Sean Lannan says, Pete, what type of operator's license do I need to transport my own goods? Brackets, scaffolding. To transport your own goods, you need a restricted license, which means you can move your own goods. There are three kinds of operator's license. Restricted, moving your own goods, your own goods. Standard, standard national, which means you can move other people's goods within the country, and standard international, which means you can move other people's goods in the country and out of the country. Having said that, scaffolding is a grey area, because there's also a thing where you don't need the licence if you're operating, like mobile shops, if you're only going to operate within a certain area. So I need you guys to come back on me. Do they still need, I mean, if you've got a horse box, do you still need a restricted licence? If you're scaffolding, mobile shops I don't think do, but they might have changed the rules. So the guys that know better than me, the wise guys, let us know, and um, Sean, I'll give you a more definitive one on that next week. I hope. Uh, Roy Hughes, he said, because he asked me a question last week which I didn't understand. I'm still a bit um, obscure. Sorry, Pete, I don't think I, I, I worded my question right. It was about flat rate, the flat rate mileage scheme. Do you do you use that when doing accounts, or do you get traditional actual cost method? I know the flat rate scheme allows you to get 45p back on tax up to 10,000 miles, but it's meant to but it's meant to cover everything from fuel, repairs and servicing. Is it more beneficial to do the flat rate scheme or is it better to put actual costs of fuel and repairs through the traditional ways? Now, we have to do the traditional ways because we turn over too much dough, so we can't have to go on the flat rate scheme. Um, but I would say that if you're not... See, I think I might be getting confused between income tax and VAT on this one. So the guys that know what Rye is talking about, can we please clear this up for Rye? Because... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit vague. 
<laughs> I don't just mean about this question, I just mean I'm a bit vague. Right, I'll do my best to get you a more definitive answer, but I'm really not, I don't know. Again, I tend to do the lorry, the office does that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, well, if I can get you a better answer, please guys, help, help this man out. Um, and finally, domain name guy said, if you ever do the, because talk, he's talking about day trading stock market when you're sitting on bays and stuff like that. He said, you can actually break it down. Um, if you want to learn, he said, you can practice, there's, whilst on a break, in practice accounts, which costs you nothing, to use the practice accounts mode, plus like 500 drivers will learn how to take money while, while taking money. I can show you how day rates work. I'm probably, something, again, Something I'm, I am semi-interested in it, but at the moment, i kind of got an awful lot going on. On my breaks, I tend to make videos. Um, occasionally, I even have breaks. Sometimes, it's quite nice. Um, I'm, I'm allowed to make videos, by the way. It's a hobby. Um, uh, yeah, so, but, yeah, something I, I like the idea of the practice thing. Uh, again... If you want to pass on some more information, I'll pass it on. Presumably, you can get the app and they'll start you off with a pretend amount of money and you can trade and see whether you made money or lost money. And as you learn how to make money or lose money, um, what would be better, Domain Angler? I mean, if you can, I don't know. Start doing some videos. This could be your thing. Start doing some videos on how it works and I'll happily watch them and funnel anybody who's interested across to you because I'm more than happy to do that. If there's other people out there that can help, like Big Beard, who's got his own channel, like Van on the Run, who's got his own channel, watch them. Don't, it's, not, it's not all about me. I ain't McFly here. Watch these people. Learn from them. Learn the things that they know that I don't know. Every, it's another bullet in your gun. Every way you go forward, it's got, it's, it's got to be better than just flailing around in the dark. So, right. We did one on trucks and the best truck to buy. Um, C11 Yan. He says, some, some customers, because I said about getting an 18 ton, need an 18 ton. and need a 26 ton. Because you can overload an 18 ton. A 10 and a half ton payload isn't always enough. But you can never win. And as Rock God says, he says, for that reason I have a 26 tonner. Similar running cost to an 18 ton. But the advantage of carrying 16 pallets and nearly uh, four, 14, 500 kilos. It's nearly 15 ton it will carry. I know Harry has said before, he says they've loaded him with, with like, you know, 10 pallets of bricks. And it's like, guys, really? This is going to be, this is a bit heavy here, you know. He said you can feel it on. No, 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 it's definitely under the weight. And if you think it's overweight, you're in right to take it to a weigh bridge. And if it's overtake it back and go get it off, you know. So, but yeah, I can see that. Like I say, we went for a 26-tonner. We like the look of it. And then we're going to buy it and the guy went, no, it's export only. And it seems to be the case that the people that sold him the lorry didn't want the lorry going to like someone in their country, like their competition or something like that. They wanted it shipped abroad. So, but yeah, to, I, mean, we'll, I certainly would consider 26 tons. Maybe the next one. The Merck's working, by the way. Harry's been running in it all week. It's, it's working good. So uh, we've now got four working-ish lorries. One's going up for MOT. We're getting there. We're getting there. Miscellaneous. <laughs> Uh, Shayab Akrim says, does the CX help, not help with non-payment of invoices? No. All the CX is, is a platform that, con that gets you van drivers or lorry drivers in touch with people that have got loads to move. So if you're, if you're a shipper, if you're a guy in a bedroom with a laptop, or if you're a guy in an office with like, um, I had the phone ringing a hundred times a day, people saying, I need this moved, I need that moved. What the CX does is it marries up with people who need stuff moved with people who move the stuff. It also then provides a very good invoicing system, which is in-house, which is excellent. It also provides kind of an online 
live traffic updates of what jobs are in your area at any one time and that's probably the best thing about it but when it comes down to getting the money in it helps you it helps you create the invoices on part of the computer thing it helps you let you know when the invoice is due as for getting the money in that's down to you which is you know which is why we did a video about this recently kind of you know what to do if you don't get the money in so uh dark label leather says hi pete when i registered for v for that for the CX, do I register as a sole trader or a limited company? Ideally, I would say you want to register a sole trader because if you register a limited company, they'll want to charge you more money because you're a limited company. Having said that, that will depend on whether you are a sole trader or a limited company. So um, when you register for that, yes, you see, when you register for that for CX, they're two different things. When you register with the CX, you want to register a sole trader if you can. When you register with the VAT man, um, if you're a sole trader, you register sole trader. If you're a via, if you're a limited company, you register limited company. But ideally, you would want. I would say try and keep it simple if you can in the beginning. Try and keep everything sole trader. You can always go limited later. If the tax gets too high, you've got to go limited. Then you've got to do it like you know. But just keep it straightforward in the beginning. Uh, Dark label leather again also says, why is the price per mile different size of vans? Is it still worth joining the X in a long wheelbase? Long wheelbases, I would say, normally sell for around about a pound a mile, ninety pound, ninety p a pound a mile. Maybe a little bit more now from what people are saying. I don't know. Fuel has gone up, but when I was doing it back in the day, about three years ago, a long wheelbase load would sell for about ninety ninety p a pound, and I don't think the price is that different. But again. Comments, please. Let's put the guy straight, you know. Nigel Rainbird says, Pete, has pricing changed over the last year? Now we're out of COVID. The, the price of diesel does effectively. I think we covered that, Nigel. I think what we can safely assume is maybe in the, the, the bigger of the vans, pricing hasn't changed that much. But in the smaller vans, it certainly has gone up quite a lot, apparently. Apparently, small vans are now selling for closer to the pound mark than the 65p mark again if you're out there you're quoting in a small van or if you're, sh or you're a shipper and you're getting quotes in let me know if this is true i can always pass it on um andrew melia says oh he said, yeah it's quite nice this we use circuit for work he said i discovered it two years ago and showed my boss saves us so much time doing furniture deliveries our company offers free delivery anywhere in ireland on average we do about 350 miles a day and steve campbell who's picked up on the circuit app as well he said my boss has downloaded the circuit app too but on the minor side my boss has now got me doing 46 drops instead of 35 <laughs> yes yeah, sorry about that mate i do support circuit because they support me but it is a very good app and i'm going to take them comments if i may and cover them in the multi-drop monthly that we do but it's good and I've, I mean uh, I'm doing a few videos on the channel um, I'll do you a little link up to the channel uh, again you know uh, more on the multi-drop side of things but there are videos like these videos out there on the circuit channel have a look if they help you know give a watch please give a subscribe everyone likes to subscribe that would be great I appreciate that thank you very much um, Philip Jeffrey he says currently looking at Luton's I think choosing a Euro 5 over Euro 6 is sound advice, unless you're based in central London, four to £5,000 difference in price. I would say, yeah, unless you're actually inside the zone, even if you're just outside the zone, I would still rather have a Euro 5 and pay every time I went in and add the price on, the, on your job. It's just, it, how many jobs have you got to do to get that kind of money back? Or just don't go to London. London is painful. It will be... Jobs are slower. It is hard at the park. There are cameras everywhere. You're more likely to get done in a box junction. You're in Kendon. I think I got once. I got done for parking in a loading bay 
for 25 minutes, unloading on the camera into the place opposite. You're only allowed 20 minutes. I've got to unload a Luton van. I can't unload a Luton van in 20 minutes. I'm not Harry Potter. I've got the glasses, but not on the day, you know, so my voice has gone quite high pitched. It's painful. It is painful. Try it if, you, if you're not, if you can avoid it, I would. Um, or get money on the jobs and then you cover yourself, you know. Uh, Check Think Say says, oh, I did one on driving hours a little while ago. It's a good explanation of driving hours, but not the working night time directive. Yes, I was. I did mean to do a follow-up video on work directive. I'm still a bit sketchy about it myself because I know how it works for me. But you asked, have you got so have you got to have a 15 minute break or a 20 minute break or a half an hour break in the first half hour? Some people say 20 minutes. Some people say half an hour. I've even tried to Google it online. It's a bit vague, you know, and it's kind of so I have to pay that. I mean, it's not too bad. I'll probably do a Janet and John version for you, which will go hand in hand with the driver's hours. But you find your own ways around it. Um, uh, Van on the run says, he says, you're not lazy. I often wonder if you somehow found some extra hours in the day. I've got a time machine. Can't see it, can you? No, it's just over there behind the edge. I've done did a video on it once, but yeah, I've got a time machine. That's how it works. I'm still tired, but at least I get to catch up on the extra hours. And finally, on this one, on the final miscellaneous, Wayne Rawlins says, lazy, I did one, I say, if I had to describe myself in three words, lazy. Wayne Rawlins says, lazy is one word, not three. I will reply to that, but I can't be bothered. And in conclusion this week, uh, Big Foz says, hi Pete, are you drinking, <laughs> drinking... Old water from a flower vase. It's not quite that desperate. Although I've now got, the, today we've got the San Miguel glass with the orange squash in. Very nice. Oh, but no, that's just one of the posing I don't know. She buys my wife. Oh, we've got more glasses. Yeah, we need more glasses. Yeah, we need lots of big glasses. Well, if we need big glasses, why do you keep buying glasses that are the same size? That are obviously too small. That we've got too many of. And now they're covered. Oh, mugs. Don't even get me started on mugs. <laughs> Ski says, um, crucial hairstyle peak, clubbing later. Um, yeah, always great if I'm looking for the next one. Yeah, clubbing later. Big fish, little fish, cardboard box. I can bang. I've had my hair cut, actually. You know, there you go. Even when you take your hat off, it's still relatively tidy. Relatively tidy, not that tidy. I think I'll put the hat back on. Uh, Longfinger says, Pete's going to upset all the truck drivers now. You tell me not to keep telling people to buy Lutons, so I tell people not to buy Lutons to run in a lorry, and now I'm upsetting the truck drivers. What do you want me to do, mate? <laughs> I'm not here to upset anybody. I'm just here. To, it's, just, it's just the ramblings of a madman of how I find the, the, the thing, and hopefully it helps you guys, and that's kind of it. And finally, because <laughs> I did the one about my, my, my mate, uh, the fireworks joke, Martin Doran says, I had two mates. One who sold dodgy fireworks off the back of a truck and one who stole a load of batteries from Amazon. They were both nicked by the police. They charged one and they let the other one off. <laughs> there we go. Right, that's it. So Q&A done for another week. Like I say, the podcast is out there. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Google Podcasts. And it's on Audible. And it's probably others of other places as well. I'm not, it's a little bit dry. I like them. Um... 
and it's probably loads of other places I don't even know. Feel free to download any of the other the Sunday Q&As from past. And if you want to catch the Sunday Q&A early, chances are it's going to be up there. I don't know when, because it depends when I make these videos. Sometimes I make them Friday afternoon. Sometimes I make them Saturday morning. Sometimes I like Saturday afternoon. But if you want to keep clicking on it, or you can probably click a reminder or something like that. If you want to catch the Sunday Q&A early, you can. Alternatively, you can um, listen to it while you're driving safely, and you don't have to look at this. Everyone's a winner, baby. You know what to do. Take care. Take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.